Welcome to the Romena Podcast, a parallel polis project. This is your host, Dr. Cameron Thompson. So, the Benedict Option. Where even to begin? In a recent interview on my book, The Original Benedict Option Handbook, the following question was posed to me. Where should someone who takes the Benedict Option seriously even start? I fear I did not answer the question adequately in the interview, so here is my more thought-out answer in detail. It's clear that we find ourselves today in the midst of a society where it is increasingly difficult, and in some places impossible, to live faithfully a Christian way of life. In some parts of the world, this reality has come about only in recent decades. In other places, it is as though we've finally opened our eyes and realized that we've been living in a pseudo-Christian framework that, crumbling away, has made us see that this society has been incompatible with genuine Orthodox, little o, Christianity for some time. However the situation arose in our particular regions of the global West, we find ourselves facing the same challenge. Namely, in a world increasingly incompatible with, in many cases hostile to, an authentic Christian way of life and the truth of the gospel, how are we to remain faithful? Or to be honest, how can we first repent and become faithful, and then remain faithful, to Christ? and cultivate authentic Christian community without which the gospel cannot be lived and flourish. In other words, we find ourselves facing the existential challenge of utmost importance. How can a Christian begin to cultivate that way of life here and now in the midst of a society at odds with the basic tenets of our existence? For a Christian seeking to live not by lies and follow something like the Benedict Option as a real and viable strategy of life, Where can you even begin? I propose that we look at what the 6th century monk, St. Benedict of Nursia, quoting sacred scripture, has to say to us. If you would have true and everlasting life, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek after peace and pursue it. This is, in fact, where Benedict of Nursia began his own famous spiritual writing, known as the Rule of St. Benedict, upon which the Benedict Option is based, at least in terms of how it is named for. And thus I propose, as an answer to our problem today, this same simple three-step starting point from sacred scripture, none the worse for having been used by Benedict himself too. Namely, number one, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceit. That is to say, start very simply with live not by lies. First of all, shun falsehood, and not only the lies that we tell others and the lies we tell ourselves, but also have the courage and earnestness necessary to refuse to partake in, to support, or have anything to do with lies and untruths. Do not repeat lies. Do not give them strength. Do not even passively accept their intrusion into your home and your ways of being. This means, though, that you must also simplify your thoughts and your speech, your ways of thinking, speaking, and communicating. You need to begin by extricating from your very mind the unceasing noise of meaningless propaganda propelled at us day in and day out that distracts us and takes us away from the one thing necessary. It is not only outright lies that we must avoid, But we must avoid all evil wrought with our tongue, as well as any semblance of deception or duplicity in our words and in the thoughts of our hearts. 
Therefore, the first step in this way of life, the only way for your faith to survive and remain intact with any sense of integrity in the midst of a world hostile to the gospel, is to simplify your thoughts and your speech, your patterns of communication, by removing distractions and extraneous elements, such as overcome conversational narcissism, constant news consumption, and the feeling that you always need to be making jokes or sarcastic remarks. Second, moreover, you must give your thoughts and words to God more than to the hollow things of this world, the vanity of vanities, vanitas, by the way, meaning hollow. What does this look like? It's what the ancient Christians called the prayer of the heart, cultivated primarily through what's known as the Jesus prayer, that is, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, or have mercy on us, or some variation thereof. Throughout almost the last 2,000 years, the Christians have practiced this prayer, repeating it, seeking to pray unceasingly, repeating it on their lips and in their heart. This is an ascetic practice incumbent on every Christian who wants to remain faithful to Christ amid the attacks and pitfalls arraigned against us. The result of cultivating this prayer of the heart through continuous prayer, unceasing, through our daily activities, night and day, forming our hearts and our minds, is purity of heart, without which we cannot see God. But if we cultivate, we will be able to see God. The second thing, turn away from evil and do good. Now that you've simplified your thoughts and your speech, you must also simplify your life itself, Purifying, cutting out from your life the paradigms and structures and systems of mammon, that spirit of money and consumerism that rules the modern West, and begin to turn aside from those structures and routines and systems, which I know we've all been embedded in from our youth, that inhibit us from living the gospel. And this may require quite radical changes in your lifestyle. Establish yourself in the, in the stability of a structured prayer routine in obedience to something outside of yourself, that is, daily liturgical prayer, sometimes called the divine office or the liturgy of the hours. Some great examples of this can be found in the Anglican, Anglican tradition of the Book of Common Prayer, or the Roman liturgy of the hours. The Eastern Christian churches have a similar, uh, similar format to both of those. Or in a simpler and more accessible format, there is a book that I compiled some years ago called Pray Unceasingly, a shorter breviary for, for busy people, for daily use. Commitment to a structured liturgical prayer life, beginning with yourself and inviting others to join you, is a singularly powerful way to shape your mind and heart and life toward union with Christ and break free from the individualistic determinism precisely because this structure of prayer is established as something outside of yourself and not merely ruled by your mere whims of the moment. And the third thing, seek after peace and pursue it. 1. Practice. Really get into the habit of quiet listening, opening and peaceful listening, and hearing what others are saying, and what God is saying through the world around me. Only by quiet listening can I hear the voice of God and hear the real needs of others. Not only what I imagine to, and not only what I imagine them to be in the conceit of my heart, but their real needs, and so discern rightly how to engage with the circumstances around me in the present moment. 
Now, this doesn't mean keeping your mouth shut. On the contrary, it means courageously and boldly speaking up when the need demands, and doing so with that confidence that can only come from having been listening in silence. And finally, you must begin, already now, begin living the way of life you would want to find in a community of Orthodox Christians authentically living the gospel. Because if you wait to find the right community, you will be lost. And only in beginning now to live that way of life as best you can will you ever be able to find or create a genuine Christian community. And very finally, commit yourself to seek alone the one thing necessary, the hidden pearl of great price, union with God in Christ, and direct every fiber of your being, every action of your day, all the doing of your daily life towards that end. Remember the parable in the gospel, the merchant who went in search of fine pearls, discovered this pearl of great price, and he went and he sold everything that he had to go and obtain it. So we must do likewise. Now for a more in-depth exploration of how to faithfully live as a Christian in the face of a society increasingly incompatible with the Christian way of life, I encourage you to come check out our real-time virtual workshop series that is running from September to February. I provided a link in the show notes to that series is interactive seminars where we will dive in far more in detail and in depth, drawing from the richness of the Christian tradition and also highlighting elements from the proper understanding of the Benedict Option and how it can be applied in real time in our world today, in our lives today. I'll provide that link in the show notes and I look forward to seeing you there. You've been listening to the Romena Podcast. To find out more, visit us at romena.community. There's a link in the show notes.